and welcome to the No Dusty Bibles podcast, where we delve into just two chapters of scripture a day at a sustainable, rewarding pace. I'm your host, Heather, and I'm an author, speaker, and Bible teacher, and I'm joined by my co-host, Hannah, who is the director of all the things here at the Rescued Letters Collective. Hey, everyone. We're here to guide you through your daily Bible reading, bringing insights, encouragement, and a sense of fellowship right to your ears. If you would like to receive weekly emails for Bible reading, sign up at therescuedletters.com slash no-dusty-bibles or click the link in the show notes below. Whether you're starting your day, taking a break, or winding down, join us as we explore God's Word together. Let's dive into today's scripture and find the hope and wisdom waiting for us there. Well, hello, my friends, and happy Monday to you. Um, It's Heather here. I am actually recording this on the Sunday prior to when you'll be listening to this. And I just got home from a women's retreat where I was serving all weekend at Camp Caraway in Ashburn, North Carolina. And I just wanted to say, number one, hi to the ladies that may be joining and listening in that I met this weekend. And just to thank you for such a wonderful weekend of fellowship and connection and ministry and it was just so wonderful to spend the time with you this weekend um, and just wanted to say hi to anyone else who is listening new today or even if you're listening from the very beginning with us we're just so thankful to start the week together today's scripture takes us into mark 9 and 10 and i have to share with you before that we dive in that this is a prayer that i pray often comes from these scriptures and you may find it familiar Um, It's from Mark 9, and it's a prayer of a father whose child is sick, and he comes to Jesus for help, and he says, I believe, help my unbelief. And I just, I, I love, I love that prayer. I love that request so much because it is, this is the human experience of Uh, believers of those of us who want to place our faith in Jesus and we do believe and we do trust and yet we struggle with that trust some days and so I think this is just such an honest open prayer that we can all pray every single day um, and trust that Jesus hears us we believe would you also help our unbelief and help grow our faith, help grow our trust, help grow our understanding and trust in you that you will always come through for us, that you are always faithful and that you are a God who keeps promises. So if that's you today, if you are starting your week wondering if God is going to come through or if you can trust God with your story or if you're, you can trust him with whatever circumstances you're walking through today, would you join me in the prayer to say, Lord, we, we believe. Would you help our unbelief? Help us trust you even more in this day. All right, well, let's dive in. We are in Mark 9 and 10 today. He said to them, most certainly I tell you, There are some standing here who will in no way taste death until they see God's kingdom come with power. After six days, Jesus took with him Peter, James, and John and brought them up to a high mountain privately by themselves, and he was changed into another form in front of them. His clothing became glistening, exceedingly white like snow, such as no launderer on earth can whiten them. Elijah and Moses appeared to them, and they were talking with Jesus. Peter answered Jesus, 
Rabbi, it is good for us to be here. Let's make three tents, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. For he didn't know what to say, for they were very afraid. A cloud came, overshadowing them, and a voice came out of the cloud, This is my beloved son. Listen to him. Suddenly, looking around, they saw no one with them anymore except Jesus only. As they were coming down from the mountain, he commanded them that they should tell no one what things they had seen until after the Son of Man had risen from the dead. They kept this saying to themselves, questioning what the rising from the dead meant. They asked him, saying, Why do the scribes say that Elijah must come first? He said to them, Elijah indeed comes first and restores all things. How is it written about the Son of Man that he should suffer many things and be despised? But I tell you that Elijah has come, and they have also done to him whatever they wanted to, even as it is written about him. Coming to the disciples, he saw a great multitude around them and scribes questioning them. Immediately all the multitude, when they saw him, were greatly amazed and running to him, greeted him. He asked the scribes, what are you asking them? One of the multitude answered, teacher, I brought you to my son who has a mute spirit and wherever it seizes him, it throws him down and he foams at the mouth, grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. I asked your disciples to cast it out and they weren't able. He answered him, unbelieving generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him to me. They brought him to him, and when he saw him, immediately the spirit convulsed him, and he fell onto the ground, wallowing and foaming at the mouth. He asked his father, How long has it been since this has been happening to him? He said, From childhood. Often it has cast him both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said to him, If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Immediately the father of the child cried out with tears, I believe, help my unbelief. When Jesus saw that a multitude came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to him, You mute and deaf spirit, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. After crying out and convulsing him greatly, it came out of him. The boy became like one dead, so much that most of them said he is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and raised him up, and he arose. When he had come into the house, his disciples asked him privately, Why couldn't we cast it out? He said to them, This kind can come out by nothing but prayer and fasting. They went out from there and passed through Galilee. He didn't want anyone to know it, for he was teaching his disciples and said to them, The Son of Man is being handed over to the hands of men, and they will kill him. And when he is killed, on the third day, he will rise again. But they didn't understand the saying and were afraid to ask. He came to Capernaum, and when he was in the house, he asked them, What were you arguing among yourselves on the way? But they were silent, 
for they had disputed with one another on the way about who was the greatest. He sat down and called the twelve and said to them, If any man wants to be first, he shall be last of all and servant of all. He took a little child and set him in the middle of them. Taking him in his arms, he said to them, Whoever receives one such little child in my name receives me, and whoever receives me doesn't receive me, but him who sent me. John said to him, Teacher, we saw someone who doesn't follow us casting out demons in your name, and we forbade him because he doesn't follow us. But Jesus said, Don't forbid him, for there is no one who will do a mighty work in my name and be able quickly to speak evil of me. For whoever is not against us is on our side. For whoever will give you a cup of water to drink in my name, because you are Christ's, most certainly, I tell you, he will in no way lose his reward. Whoever will cause one of these little ones who believe in me to stumble, it would be better for him if he were thrown into the sea with a millstone hung around his neck. If your hand causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter into life maimed rather than having your two hands to go into Gehenna into the unquenchable fire, where their worm doesn't die and the fire is not quenched. If your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter into life lame rather than having your two feet to be cast into Gehenna into the fire that will never be quenched, where their worm doesn't die and the fire is not quenched. If your eye causes you to stumble, throw it out. It is better for you to enter into God's kingdom with one eye rather than having two eyes to be cast into the Gehenna of fire where their worm doesn't die and the fire is not quenched. For everyone will be salted with fire and every sacrifice will be seasoned with salt. Salt is good, but if the salt has lost its saltiness, with what will you season it? Have salt in yourselves and be at peace with one another. Chapter 10. He arose from there and came into the borders of Judea and beyond the Jordan. Multitudes came together to him again. As he usually did, he was again teaching them. Pharisees came to him, testing him, and asked him, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife? He answered, What did Moses command you? They said, Moses allowed a certificate of divorce to be written and to divorce her. But Jesus said to them, For your hardness of heart, he wrote you this commandment. But from the beginning of the creation, God made them male and female. For this cause, a man will leave his father and mother and will join to his wife, and the two will become one flesh, so that they are no longer two, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let no man separate. In the house, his disciples asked him again about the same matter. He said to them, Whoever divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery against her. If a woman herself divorces her husband and marries another, she commits adultery. They were bringing to him little children that he should touch them, but the disciples rebuked those who were bringing them. But when Jesus saw it, he was moved with indignation and said to them, Allow the little children to come to me. Don't forbid them, for God's kingdom belongs to such as these. Most certainly, I tell you, whoever will not receive God's kingdom like a little child, he will in no way enter into it. 
he took them in his arms and blessed them, laying his hands on them. As he was going out into the way, one ran to him, knelt before him, and asked him, Good teacher, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? And Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good except one, God. You know the commandments. Do not murder. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. Do not give false testimony. Do not defraud. Honor your father and mother. He said to him, Teacher, I have observed all these things from my youth. Jesus looked at him, loved him, and said to him, One thing you lack. Go sell whatever you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And come, follow me, taking up the cross. But his face fell at that saying, and he went away sorrowful, for he was one who had great possessions. Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How difficult it is for those who have riches to enter into God's kingdom. The disciples were amazed at his words, but Jesus answered again, Children, how hard it is for those who trust in riches to enter into God's kingdom. It is easier for a camel to go through a needle's eye than for a rich man to enter into God's kingdom. They were exceedingly astonished, saying to him, Then who can be saved? Jesus, looking at them, said, With men it is impossible, but not with God. For all things are possible with God. Peter began to tell him, Behold, we have left all and have followed you. Jesus said, Most certainly I tell you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or land for my sake and for the sake of the good news. But he will receive 100 times more now and this time. Houses, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and land with persecutions, and in the age to come eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last first. They were on the way, going up to Jerusalem, and Jesus was going in front of them, and they were amazed, and those who followed were afraid. He again took the twelve, and began to tell them the things that were going to happen to him. Behold, we are going up to Jerusalem. The Son of Man will be delivered to the chief priests and the scribes. They will condemn him to death and will deliver him to the Gentiles. They will mock him, spit on him, scourge him, and kill him. On the third day, he will rise again. James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came near him, saying, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we will ask. He said to them, What do you want me to do for you? They said to him, Grant to us that we may sit, one at your right hand and one at your left hand in your glory. But Jesus said to them, You don't know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink and to be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? They said to him, We are able. Jesus said to them, You shall indeed drink the cup that I drink, and you shall be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with. But to sit at my right hand and at my left hand is not mine to give, but for whom it has been prepared. When the ten heard it, they began to be indignant towards James and John. Jesus summoned them and said to them, 
you know that they who are recognized as rulers over the nations lord it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. But it shall not be so among you. But whoever wants to become great among you shall be your servant. Whoever of you wants to become first among you shall be bondservant of all. For the Son of Man also came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. They came to Jericho. As he went out from Jericho with his disciples and a great multitude, the son of Timaeus, Bartimaeus, a blind beggar, was sitting by the road. When he heard that it was Jesus the Nazarene, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, you son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him that he should be quiet, but he cried out much more, you son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stood still and said, call him. They called the blind man, saying to him, cheer up, get up, he is calling you. He, casting away his cloak, sprang up and came to Jesus. Jesus asked him, what do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, Rabboni, that I may see again. And Jesus said to him, go your way. Your faith has made you well. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the way. Thank you for spending part of your day with us here at the No Dusty Bibles podcast. We hope today's reading has encouraged you and brought you closer to understanding the heart of God. Don't forget to join us for the next reading. And if you're looking for more resources or want to connect with our community, visit us at therescuedletters.com and find us on social media at Rescued Letters. The No Dusty Bibles podcast is produced by the Rescued Letters Collective, a united front of women's ministry endeavors with a shared vision to help women everywhere cultivate a richer faith. Our mission is simple but transformative. Make the Bible not just available, but wholly accessible and deeply meaningful for every woman who seeks its wisdom. If this podcast encouraged you today, we would love for you to leave a rating and review and also share it with a friend. Until next time, I'm Heather. And I'm Hannah. Reminding you that every page turned in the Bible is a step closer to God. We're rooting for you.